Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the very first episode of the Millifile Podcast. My name is Gray and I will be your host. Today we're going to be taking a look at Radiohead's third studio album, OK Computer. Since this is our first episode, I do just want to go through and explain how I'm going to go about things. I'm choosing not to rate the albums I review on this podcast based on their lyrics or their sound, and I really don't want to focus on specific songs from the albums. Instead, I'm choosing to rate the albums based on their relevance to life, whether that be my personal life or the greater life that we all share. Sometimes during this process we will take a look at specific songs or the sound or lyrics, but in doing so it's just part of the process of trying to determine how relatable the album is as a whole. I'm also going to clarify that I can't possibly unpack every single aspect of an album. I'm my own individual, so obviously after doing my own research and listening to these albums, I'm going to form my own opinion on them. So if you agree, great. If not, cool. The beauty of reviewing things is we're all going to have different opinions on it, which can open up a greater conversation, which I think is amazing. Once I unpack the album and address everything that I feel needs to be addressed, I will be rating the album out of 10. And also because I'm just weird, I will be assigning the album a texture and color combination. So without further ado, let's get into OK Computer by Radiohead. After really listening to this album and getting into the history behind it, I think it's really important to provide some context. The songs that make up the album were written leading up to the 1997 general election in the United Kingdom. The album itself was released a few weeks after. During this election, there was a political shift in which the United Kingdom's Conservative Party, which had held the power in the British government for many years prior, lost the election to the Labour Party, which typically leans more center-left. In the UK, there was a general consensus that this was a very optimistic turn of events, and the outcome of this election added to the general theme of the 90s in the United Kingdom, which was everybody was very optimistic, they were having a good time, they had hope for the future. Lots of advancements were being made in technology, and now it seemed politically. Society was also not just approaching the turn of the century, but also the turn of the millennia. So at first, I thought it was very interesting that Radiohead's album, OK Computer, seems anything but. After listening to the album and understanding the context in which it was written, it's very clear that OK Computer aims to poke a hole through this optimistic view of the world. In other words, yes, on the surface, everything seems okay, but there are problems below the surface that we are not addressing. A lot of the concerns addressed in the album include the downside to the advancement of technology, anti-capitalistic themes, and what I feel is to be the most important theme of the album, the issue of individuality versus conformity. So we can fully understand what the album is trying to say. I'm going to break down these different themes and explain how I think they personally connect to one another. I think it's easiest to start off with the topic of advancement, specifically the fear of advancement. As previously mentioned, there had just been a major political shift. We're approaching the end of a decade, century, millennia. There was a lot of change happening during this period of time. And one of the best ways to capture this sense of change is looking at the advancement of technology. Throughout the album, there are references to technology, whether they be cars, planes, literally in the title, we have computer. Throughout the album, the argument is made that this advancement in all areas of life is happening too fast. Radiohead is proposing the problem that since the advancement is happening too fast, nobody's taking the time to stop and look back and experience life. A common metaphor used to represent this idea throughout the album is the concept of noise versus quiet. Noise typically represents the fact that everything is going too fast and you can't possibly take everything in at once. Versus quiet is when one is able to step back and really examine the world for how it really is. It's addressed how the singer feels everybody is stuck in this fast-moving pace of life. This brings us into the next aspect of the album we're going to elaborate on, which is the themes of anti-capitalism. 
There is an argument made throughout the album that capitalism is one of the reasons why people are stuck in this fast pace of life. It forces everyone into a cycle that they're not really supposed to be breaking. An example of this in the album is the song Fitter Happier. The song, or if you can even call it that, is essentially just an AI reading out a list of expectations people are supposed to live up to in society, but as the list progresses it becomes increasingly darker and more disturbing. As the AI continues reading, it goes from listing everyday pleasures such as eating well and being a better driver to addressing the more darker concerns that come with living in such a society, such as resisting the urge to cry in public and being a pig in a cage on antibiotics. Radiohead is essentially saying that capitalism is forcing us to hide certain aspects of our life and sweep it under the rug to appear more professional and put together. This makes a lot of sense, considering the album was written leading up to the 1997 general election. They're basically making the argument saying, even if the political parties switch, capitalism is still going to prevail and these issues are still going to be relevant in our society. And now we're finally brought to what I think is the most important part of this album, the discussion between conformity and individualism. This aforementioned cycle of living in a capitalistic society and advancing and constantly moving forward and not taking the time to stop, everyone is expected to live this way. And if you differ from that expectation, you are an outsider. You are isolated, you are considered different, you are considered weird. Or at least that's the argument Radiohead is trying to make. So what's the point of all this? What's the meaning of talking about all of this? What is Radiohead trying to say? I think it's very clear to make the point that Radiohead did not make this album to serve as a call to action. The album is not asking us to stand up and change the way society is, and that's essentially because they don't think society can be changed. We have not been given an alternative, so how are we supposed to rise up and change these problems in society if we have nothing to turn to? Instead, I think the album serves more as a recognition. It's almost as if it's saying, hey, yeah, this is how the world is, and it sucks. I feel as if the idea that this album is not a call to action is only further emphasized by the fact that the lyrics never analyze what they are saying. They just tell you how things are. They make no effort to try to make sense of reality. They make no effort to find solutions. They're just telling you point blank how the picture is. So what does this mean for us then? If Radiohead doesn't want us to stand up and change society, what was the point of making this album? And I think the answer is not necessarily in saving the world, but in saving ourselves. Because let's be real, most of the world doesn't want to be saved from these problems because they don't even realize these problems exist. They're going through the motions that they're told to go through. If they're being told they're doing the right thing by the rest of society, how can most people even realize there's anything wrong in the first place? So I think it's fair to say that this album was written for the smaller group of people who are more aware of the reality of our world. Many people who are aware of these problems feel alone, they feel isolated, they feel unheard. And it's almost as if this album serves to be a friend to those people because sometimes it's easier to process these emotions and to deal with things we can't change when we have someone by our side. I think this album serves to be that friend by our side. Its purpose is to let us know that we are not alone in thinking how we think and feel how we feel about the world. 
that there are other people out there that understand the problems that exist within our society. And that point alone makes me realize this album is not necessarily as depressing as it probably has seemed up until this point. Yes, it addresses some very heavy topics, some of which are very controversial. However, there are moments throughout the album where it discusses joy. Those moments when you're able to break out of your own thoughts and really just experience life, even if that's in the smallest passing moment. The album also simply encourages us to look out for ourselves, which I don't think is a bad thing at all. If anything, I think it's a great message. Now that we've gone through all this analysis, I think it's time to address the relevancy of this album so I can give it a rating. Personally, I feel as if this album is more true now than ever before. Yes, it was written in 1997, which was over 20 years ago. However, I don't think the world is that different. Everything is still moving so, so, so fast, whether that be with technology, the news, politics, school, our relationships, work, war, pop culture, especially with the rise of the internet. Most of society is still trapped in this cycle Radiohead talks about throughout the album. Most people are still stuck in the cycle, going through the motions, not taking a moment to step back and see the world from another perspective. And as a result, a lot of people don't notice the issues that still exist in our society, such as these issues of conformity and lack of individualism. Personally, as I get older, I find myself feeling more helpless as I become aware of all these issues that I myself can't fix. It's very stressful. And I think the album's purpose of serving as that friend by your side that understands what you're going through, that at least has been very true to me. So this brings me to the rating. <laughs> Perhaps this is bold for the first episode, but I will be rating OK Computer a 9 out of 10. I'm not giving it a 10 out of 10 because I don't want to throw off too strong and I want to believe that I'll always come across better music. However, I do think it is a genuinely phenomenal album and it perfectly captures the existential dread I've been feeling in my life. As for the color texture combination, I know what you've all been waiting for. I would like to make the argument that OK Computer's texture is smooth, similar to chocolate fondue in that the color is a uh, off-white, almost pearl, mixed with gray, like different shades of gray. Like, so if you take the smooth texture, almost like paint, imagine off-white paint mixed with swirls of different shades of gray. That is okay, computer. Don't ask me why, it just is. And with that, I'm going to be concluding the first episode of Mellifiled. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I had recording it. It was honestly so much fun to take a deep dive into one of my current favorite albums and dissect exactly why I like it so much and to be able to share that with you. I hope you appreciated my analysis and review and if you haven't listened to OK Computer before, I hope you take the time to do so. If you're interested in more music reviews, please by all means feel free to follow the podcast and I will see you next time. Bye!